Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 22nd of March, 2017, and this is The Gap, episode 362. I am Luke Laurie, and Joe Bagura is here tonight on this rainy evening. How are you going? Oh, I'm pretty good. It's a bit wet, eh? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't go outside today, so... Yeah, okay. Oh, you fuck. So you wouldn't know that, like, it's been our rainiest March ever that we've had in Australia? Really? Yeah. Well, I was away for part of it, first of all. First things first. Second of all, yeah. No, I rarely go outside anymore, so... I did... I went out... We went outside yesterday. And it was raining. (laughs) And it was... It was hammering down. Yeah. Luckily, we only had to walk, like, half a block. Um, but even then it was still like smashing down, which was unfortunate. Yep. Uh, but yeah. We should have just stayed at the pub. Should have just stayed at the pub. We want donuts. You want donuts at the pub. So how did this happen? I, I didn't actually get, um, too much information. So it was like a, a raffle or something. Uh, yeah. They were basically giving us raffle tickets every single time we, uh, bought a beer. So. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Is this like a regular thing? They do it every Tuesday or? Um, I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know. It's the first time I've ever seen them do it. So, yeah, I don't know. I was just happy to win donuts. They were pretty good donuts too. Yeah, they were all right. Um, the popcorn one was fucking amazing. That was cool. I, I didn't actually mind the, there was like a pink one with nerds on it. It was a uh, very strange tasting donut. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a bit of a weird one, uh, but I didn't. I didn't mind it. It was still enjoyable. Um, and then there was like, a, uh, yeah, pretty much just like a jam-filled donut or something, but it had like caramel in it instead of jam. Oh uh, yes, yep, yeah. I didn't have any of that one, but it looked amazing. Looked too messy to try and get into. So, mm. yeah. Anyway, it's fucking hot too as well, which doesn't help. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not how like is cold. it raining this much and it's like so fucking hot? It's goofy. It's disgusting. I hate it. Mm. It's um, It doesn't make much sense. We, we've had like some of the hottest uh, summers that we've ever had. And then we go from that to March where it's the, the, like the most rain ever <laughs> in a month. But it's still hot. Uh... Fix your weather, please. Yeah. Please, Joe, fix the weather. Me? Nah, mate. Not me. No. Uh, all right, should we talk about some games? Um, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Mass Effect? <laughs> Even though we haven't played it. Sure. Uh, so, oh, well, you, have, you haven't played it yet, have you? Nope. It's preloaded and waiting to unlock Okay. tomorrow. Cool. Apparently. Y- yeah, so we haven't actually uh, played it, but we've we've played the game of uh, of gifts and oh, yeah. watching the the last week kind of unfold because they they released the um, the first ten hours of Mass Effect Andromeda on the um, under the, like the EA Access, um, which is their like ten dollar program per month that you you subscribe to, and then you get uh, it's something I talked about recently where you get like a, a library of games you can kind of download and play. It also gives you things like discounts to the store. Um, and then also they're doing this like early access type preview stuff where sometimes you'll get to play the game a day beforehand or, or in this case it was a week early, but only limited to, um, a certain amount of hours in, in some areas of the game and, um, being able to play multiplayer, that sort of stuff. So yeah, that kind of, um, 
that kind of was made available to those subscribers last week. And then we started seeing a lot of um, people posting about the, the game online and um, weird animation and and, and uh, glitches and face, facial, like, we- weird things happening with people's faces. And it just kind of started escalating from there on. Um, yep. And then even, like, things with the dialogue and voice acting... Um, it hasn't really gone too well for, for EA in terms of doing this because they even ended up pushing the, um, the embargo. Uh, they ended up changing the embargo date on reviews as well. Um, so it didn't really fall into their favor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, none of it was really working for them. Uh, but it was working for me. <laughs> yeah, it was working for us. We thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, fuck. Like, I spent... I must have, like lost an entire day just giggling at fucking mass effect gifts yeah. uh I, I was just like i was on like on the fucking hunt for them they were spectacular and there were a couple that i must have watched like close to 100 times uh like just every every rewatch made them better again just so good i, I didn't know it was the thing until you posted one of them yeah, and it was it was this, the the uh, the bit where like w- the main character, I think uh, her name's Ryder or his name is Ryder, yep. depending on who you pick. Yep, was talking to like another female character within the game, mm-hmm. and at one stage the other female character says, "Sorry," she says like, "Sorry, my face is tired," <laughs> and then ke- and keeps keeps like talking to the other person, but before that she's like having a dig at her about like the the way she's speaking. Um, and then she's like, sorry, my face is tired. Like just randomly. And so you posted this video without any explanation. And mm. I'm like, I had to watch it like three or four times. I'm like, did she say, sorry, my <laughs> face is tired. And I've like typed it into the chat <laughs> and you, you've gone, I think so. And I'm like, is this, do you have the game? Is this what's going on? Cause it, I didn't know at this stage, like this is going to escalate into such this giant, um, like Mass Effect, uh, like witch hunt thing that kind of <laughs> ended up being. Um, cause I was like, is this, is, what's the context behind this? What is, what does this mean? Uh, and you were just like, no, I don't, I don't know. I just, someone posted this. <laughs> so, and, and then from there, there I kind of went, oh shit, I'm going to have a look a bit more into this. And then that's when we started kind of digging into a bit more of the gifts that were going on and seeing a lot of the random things. Cause it was kind of happening at that time like live in front of us um but that was my first encounter with what was going on and it was quite hilarious yep it was uh yeah that's that was like i was halfway through already trying to find shit there's another fucking amazing gif that i fell in love with where uh writer like sort of flinches or grins like she does a smile like it's the first time she's ever heard not like ever done a smile ever heard of a fucking smile and so she's like and it looks like 100 percent like uh someone is like if she had a pee hole like a dick hole if she had a dick and a dick hole someone had put something into that dick hole and then was extracting it from her dick hole. And she's like, but she's like about that life. So she's like, yes, <laughs> yes. Remove it from my penis. And uh, that's, yep. Yeah, that's that gift. I love it to bits. That's my favorite. 
to mm. give us. But uh, yeah, the fucking my face is tired. Holy shit! I like. Oh my god! I was falling to bits. But over. it's not just that. Like actual line, there's about three really good bits in that whole entire scene, where you're thinking, is, is did someone dub this or, or is it like is there dialogue missing or are they edited it for the early access preview? Like it just didn't flow well. Um, mm-hmm. It sounded like it was cut together weirdly. I just don't. I, I'm keen to see what happens when I play that part. <laughs> What's going on exactly? Because, oh man, that that is that is some that's special right there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's good. It's too good. No, yeah, fine. it's like whom, not who, whom, whom. I'm sorry, my that face is, such is a tired. Dumb fucking like, why would you choose to die on that hill? You're in space. Why does that matter anymore? That's like that's the fuck. Like, just look at how the internet is destroyed destroying molding destroying language right and just come to terms with the fact that fucking a thousand years from now okay nobody's gonna care if you say who or whom right they'll be happy to be even remotely close to the same language they're like you're not saying puppers or some shit (laughs) anyway yeah whom fuck me yeah that video didn't have subtitles i thought it had subtitles um, no, that one didn't. Oh, my God. Which is why I was like, I had to confirm, is that what was said? <laughs> and the the way she talked as well, did, like, do you remember her fucking accent? And, like, she was, like, over, over-enunciating everything? Holy fuck. It was just, like, I take it back. Like, I take back all the mean things I said about how Zelda talks in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> She's, like... Barely a month has gone past and she's already been fucking outdone as the worst fucking voice acting I've I've heard in a fucking game this year. (laughs) That's not even out yet. (laughs) I know. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Spectacular. But it does, like, it does highlight. Remember when I previewed it and I said the fucking start of this game is terrible and it takes a while before you get into, like, once it opens up, it gets significantly better. Hmm. Well... Well, good old Chobo, the only person who's telling it like it is. Uh, yeah, although I didn't mention anything about the fucking hilarious facial animations. So. I just thought they looked a bit off. But, like, also the other thing was, I think at the time, like, I literally paused Horizon Zero Dawn to go to the Mass Effect preview. And so <laughs> yeah. I went to it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this looks fucking off. Uh, but it's like, I'm probably, I'm probably just skewed because I'm looking at like best in, best in class animations and shit, best in class facial animations and shit. So I'm probably just like, you know, I'm not calibrated right. Hmm. Uh, no, no. In the cold, hard light of, harsh light of day. Uh, yeah, no, it's still pretty bad, but, um, also hilarious. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I I don't know if it's. I, I definitely want to play the game. Like, I, I don't know if bad facial animations and weird glitchy stuff is going to, um, you know, be game-breaking for me. But, like, Mass Effect is one of those games where you pretty much... You're in it for the story, well, all the past games have been. Um, which is why 
like a lot of people were quite upset about three because the the payoff wasn't as good as um, what people kind of expected. Uh, you know, and it, it's about like we did a we did a entire three hour fucking podcast on just Mass Effect, and it was us talking about the story for most of it because yeah. that's what we really enjoyed about it. Um, yeah, and it's something that we brought up I think last week or the week before about how like games really have to bring it these days because they've got you know back then mass effect was was known for being a very good um you know storytelling medium but since then we've had like the witcher come out and just destroy anything in its path and that's the benchmark now and Mm -hmm. you can't really come out and half-ass it if you want to be um you know a story focused game and um yeah, like, that's kind of one of the big aspects that I'm really keen to see is what they kind of do with this new galaxy and exploring with new characters and whatnot. But you're not really, like, from what I've seen so far, uh, it, the, pro- the promises don't look too good. And, um, yeah, because it, it sounds like they've even toned back things like the combat system and you're not really being able to... Um, have too much control over your your other party members it's kind of just like hey you can show them where to go and kind of what you want them to attack but remember before you used to go in and kind of say all right i want to i want them to do like a psychic blast over here and then i'm setting up for like you basically pause the game and set up all your attacks like that stuff's pretty much gone now um which is kind of disappointing because i remember never doing any of that shit just to be clear i remember never using any of that but uh yeah well, that was like the, I guess that's that's one of those things, right? Like you played it as a, an action game and they kind of leaned towards that a lot more with the last one. Um, and we saw like Dragon Age kind of going that direction as well, where it was that first one you really needed to kind of sit there and prepare and pause the game, set up all your party members, have them, um, you know, light up what spells you wanted to use. And then as that game kind of progressed... It really became uh, a bit more free-flowing and you could kind of just play it either as an action game or as um, like a tactical game. But whereas the first one kind of forced you to play as a tactical game. Um, But it sounds like with Mass Effect Andromeda, they've kind of just turned it more towards an action game and that tactical side is kind of disappearing. Maybe not completely disappeared in terms of being able to um, you know, you've still got a little bit of control over your party members, but it's not as much as what was in there before. And it would have been, I think it would have been really cool to see them evolve on it and kind of take some of those elements from, from Dragon Age and kind of put that into this game. But, um, yeah, it's kind of disappointing for me anyway. Even though, like, the combat wasn't always the, uh, like, it was fun to play. It really usually well done combat, but I was in it pretty much for the story for me. Um, I think what they're trying to do instead is ramp up the solo play because that's like that's what the combat felt like to me was more competent as a solo shooter than yeah. previous aspects, and I think that's what they were aiming at because I think they want to have people play the multiplayer more because people really got a kick out of the multiplayer in Mass Effect Three. I never really got into it personally because. I don't like. I didn't think the shooter engine Mass Effect was very good. But did um, it also have like weird? like uh like not pay to win but some sort of weird you'd buy items or something like guns and like yeah it had like a progression system yeah but like like yeah you could 
probably compare it to like uh, I don't know, like Destiny, I guess, a little bit. Like I thought, Destiny was horde mode only. It is a game, Warframe. That's it. Okay. Uh, but if Warframe was mostly about shooting, like this, like sort of horde mode that continuously builds and you progress and that sort of thing and if people got really into it because it was just a co-op experience it was like like all co-op experiences where you wind up doing a lot of the same shit over and over like left for dead or whatever you know and like yeah. if people get into it people will really get into it and i think they were ramping up the single player aspect to sort of make that multiplayer in andromeda more effective or whatever yeah but that was also like around the time where uh, developers are kind of looking at ways of adding longevity to their video games to stop people from trading them in and you're seeing a lot of games add multiplayer or or um, like season passes were starting to kind of come into it a bit more um, so yeah maybe I've heard some decent things about this multiplayer it's like a, a horde mode based um, uh, multiplayer so I don't know. I never got around to playing that Gears 4 multiplayer, so, so I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see what this one's like. Considering that it seems a bunch of us are going to be getting this on PC, uh, maybe it's something to check out at some stage. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, shall we talk about games we've actually played? As opposed to ones we've watched. <laughs> on watched watched hilarious GIFs of, yes. Yeah, it does sound like it's getting quite um, uh, polarized reviews. <laughs> I think it's, um, it, it, it's a rough. It's a rough time to, like, it reminds me of uh, the, the question we had about people having knives out for Nintendo. I think, uh, like, where it's a similar situation where, like, I don't think the knives are out. I think, um, like, people are just expecting a lot and ready to jump on anything, um, and yeah, like. After math, uh, after Zelda and Horizon, yeah. like yeah, people are fucking yeah. People, I think, I guess people have started to think that maybe March would be the best month of all time. Yeah, that sort of thing. And Mass Effect not being flawless when they expected a lot. Yeah, might might be uh, yeah, killing their vibe or something. I don't know. But, I don't know. It's it's unwarranted. But, but also like it's not a bad game. <laughs> It's yeah. it's currently an average of like mid seventies on Metacritic, I think it was, um, and it, like on, on terms of my review scale, that's not a bad game. That's a good game. So yep. I saw a lot of people being like pre order cancel type stuff, and um, yeah, if it is a bad game, then obviously that points to scoring systems being broken. But that you know that sounds like a, it's it's decent game. <laughs> so I guess we'll have to wait and see, right, Joe? I guess for the real scoring system to kick in. Re- that's it. Yeah. Oh. Um, games. Zelda. You've been playing Zelda. Yeah, I have been playing Zelda. Um, I got a. I think I mentioned this last week. I got a Switch on loan. Yep. Um, that is literally the only game I'm playing. Um, on the Switch, uh, I quite like it. It's it's a lot of fun, but there's um there's a lot of points that you brought up uh, over the last two weeks that uh, I can definitely see the frame rate is unacceptable <laughs> on a on a uh, a launch title one that is as pivotal as it is on the switch um, 
it seems like they definitely uh, ran out of time because, or, or it's just, I don't know. It, it's, it plays okay in handhold mode. Um, fine from what I've, from what I've played on it. Uh, it's, it's when you're playing that on the TV that it just cannot, it just can't do it. Um, and it's, it's extremely noticeable during the rainy, um, sessions where, uh, you know, you'll just be walking around and it starts raining and then your frame rate just tanks. Um, and I don't think that's a, I don't think that's something that should be, um, you know, kind of looked over because, it's not like a, a couple of frames that you're losing. You, you're, you're dropping to, I'd say, the teens at least or, or low twenties. Um, it's definitely throws. It was definitely throwing me off quite a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, but otherwise, the only other like nitpicky stuff that I can see in there at the moment is stuff like the uh, the item inventory management stuff. I think could be done a bit better. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see. I, I, I quite enjoy like the map system and having to um, like put uh, stamps on the map and and being like oh I want to go over here and investigate this stuff but I don't think there's enough stamps for you to choose from. Um, I wish there was like more variety in there. There was kind of there's there's kind of like I don't know what twelve maybe fifteen. Um, but there's stuff that I would I would really enjoy to be able to uh, if there was more icons in there to kind of differentiate stuff that I, I'd want to kind of tie to. Because um, at this point, I'm kind of marking stuff on the map and being like, all right, well, skulls are enemies, like giant boss enemies that I know are in an area, or um, I'm using the shield as representing, like, towers, the, the ones you kind of climb. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, not not the... Uh, not No, the, ta- the, the shield is the, um, uh, the shrines, and then, like, the towers are some other icon that i've got on there anyway just like why why are you doing that don't they the shrines and shit mark up on the map anyway what are you no no when you're what when you're looking at from a distance yeah but you can still mark them with the marker thing like the fucking regular marker what do you mean like you can ping them yeah ping you don't need to use shields and shit it doesn't actually list them on the map until you get there but it's like it lists them on the mini map, and I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure it lists the, like the red ones and stuff, the pings. Oh no, no, yeah, I know it does that, like the colors. Um, but I'm like talking about stamping them. After you change them from a color, you can change into a stamp. Like no, I understand this. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why you're doing that. Why are you changing them to a stamp? Because I'm running out of colors. Just go to the fucking shrines. Ah, it's too too much shit to do. You don't have to complete them. Yeah. Just walk up and unlock them and bingo, bango. Yeah. You can travel to them. That's how you get fast travel places all over the joint. Yeah. But I, I like there to be more options in that. And also, be, I wouldn't mind the ability to leave notes. Because um, I've had instances where I've, uh, I've uh, either seen something or, or someone's told me something and... It's not really like a quest mark. It's more of a, a side bullshit thing that, like one of those poop things that you pick up. Um, I think it'd be cool if you could kind of just leave a note or something like that on there. Anyway, that's just nitpicky stuff. Uh, I think the yeah the biggest problem for me so far is the the frame rate stuff. But otherwise, 
quite enjoying it. I think it's a very good exploration game. There's a lot of stuff in there you can kind of just run around and, and find. Um, and all the systems that, that um, like, <laughs> there's a lot of different systems in play, but it's really fascinating to see them all mix in and kind of work together when you try and do something really strange. Um, there's been a couple of instances where I've tried to do something and it's works and I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. I didn't really expect that to happen, but it did. Um, and, and that stuff's uh, interesting. Uh, and being able to solve, like I've solved, I think, two or three shrines the incorrect way um, by just, you know, trying different things. So I like that there's more than one way to solve a bunch of these, these things. That's really cool. Um, and I don't quite mind the weapon degradation system. Um, mainly because I'm, I'm not finding that I... Uh, in a lot of games, you get attached to kind of like the one weapon and you kind of just use that the, old, the whole time. Like in Dark Souls, usually it's like, all right, well, this is the best weapon I'm probably going to find. And I'll just level that up and use that for the next eight hours or ten hours. Um, and that's cool because you kind of get used to it and, uh, and that's your, your weapon. But in this one, in like Zelda, it's, it's kind of cool to get a hold of different stuff and just, and just use them and, and, uh, pick up so many different unique stuff across the way and just, um, I haven't found that like I'm getting shitter weapons as I go. It just seems to be going more up, uh, and up and up in terms of the numbers that are on these things. So I don't mind that, um they break so easily because I've got so many of them that I'm always looking at my inventory being like, all right, well, what can I ditch and what do I need to keep? Um, I just wish there was a better way of doing that stuff because you can't really do it on the fly in the, um, uh, using the, the D pad, you have to go in your menu and that kind of breaks up the flow of the game a little bit. So I, I just wish it was a little bit more fluent, uh, in the way of doing some of that stuff. Cause there, it is so much like inventory management in that game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, but as you said, like nah. there's a lot of problems with it. Nah, you can't just fucking like roll straight through. I was, I was just letting you speak. Okay. You like, the weapon degradation system. Yeah. So it gives you an opportunity. What the f- Have you been paid off by Nintendo? Is that what's going on here? Maybe. H- have Nintendo sent you... Is this how you got your loaner fucking Switch? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's all coming together now. It so, putting it all together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it because it gives me an opportunity to try out every single different type of tree branch that I come across. I don't use tree branches. I've never used a tree branch other than to light shit on fire. Who even does? Just hold a fucking torch in your inventory. Like, I don't have a torch. Why? How do I make a torch? You just pick them up. They're all over the place. Just never get rid of them. Oh, yeah. Nah, I usually just set my sword on fire. I'm like, fuck you. Boom. That's uh, cool. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, the rain. Did I mention the rain? No, but I'm sure you love that as well. It really gives Pretty you an opportunity to, to slide down a mountain or some shit. Um, no, I think I, I mentioned that I like the frame rate drops that it causes. Um, yeah, the rain. Does that like come into any gameplay factor other than being annoying? At all? No. No. Yeah, that doesn't need to be in there. Lightning, I guess. 
That's still stupid. Um, yeah, that's not an enjoyable mechanic, right? <laughs> so why have it in there? All it is is annoying. Um, yeah, I think what what it's about is uh, stupid, annoying horseshit. But I'm surprised you didn't like it, to be honest. No, I didn't like it because I did get um, I did get electrocuted the first time it happened. Um, I think that shit's like hilarious and amazing, and I like that. But yeah, yeah, but it's only ever happened to me once, and I'm not sure why it happened once. Which is uh, metal. You had metal equipped. Yeah, I guess yeah. maybe I didn't have metal the rest of the times. Uh, that's basically it. Yep, probably because you're picking up whatever garbage you find on the fucking ground and using it as a fucking weapon. I've got a great, great garbage. It's their favorite fucking thing about the game. I've got lots of. I'm at I like level forty something weapons at the moment. Uh, yeah, sure, okay, yeah. Um, but I do like that it doesn't really, it doesn't tell you, like it's not. A, it doesn't feel like a tutorial. It's just you kind of start the game and it pretty much tells you, all right, this is how you climb, um, this is how you swing and whatnot, but you're just kind of going from shrine to shrine and it, it, that's sort of the way it teaches you. You can pretty much just wander off on your own and go wherever you want, but um, it kind of teaches you how to play the game through the, the shrines and the different mechanics that are, in it, that, are, uh, that are in there. So I think that's really interesting. Um, but also, I, I wish there was a better... Like, it did a better job of showing you where you should be going next as opposed to um, just having a giant area and being like, all right, you can explore this. Because I would I would much like it a bit better if it kind of just said, all right, you should probably go into this direction. Because um, I've gotten to the point where they give you a bunch of quests and they're like, all right, you need to kill four of these boss guardian thingies. Uh, and then it kind of puts them on the map, but... I don't really know where I should be going. <laughs> um, so I'm just sort of exploring at the moment and hoping that I don't get to an area that I can't really pass, but I haven't really found that yet. Um, that I'm getting like shut down by any ridiculously OP uh, monsters. So that's kind of cool. Um, Have you found a Lionel yet? No? What's that? Half horse, half man. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the only fuckhead that I can't figure out how to kill. Yeah. There, um, and I feel like I'm in the wrong place when I found him. Uh, no, you never feel like you're in the right place when you find them. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's uh, a dickhole. He just one-shots me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so fucking dumb of the game. Okay. I can't get over this because it's like, it seems like uh, everyone does the fucking uh, water temple first, the giant elephant. Divine Beast first. Oh, are they temple? Are they dungeons? Are they dungeons Basically. in this game? They're essentially the dungeons. They're shit. But yes, they are the dungeons. All right. I haven't done anything like that. I've just done shrines. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. The water one is the first one I did and seemingly the first one everyone's done. And it drives me bananas that the game like specifically sends you to go find these arrows in like an area guarded by a Lionel. Yeah. Because Lionels are legit end game fucking mini bosses. Like this is the they're the equivalent of fucking wandering around in the 
lava area of Dark Souls and you're running across the fucking hmm. um, the what you call it demon uh, Capra demon like running across six Capra demons yeah like, and suddenly you're like oh fuck they're just regular fucking enemies now these were like this was the fucking hardest boss fight I've ever done in my entire life and now they're just regular enemies that's like there's no there's no point in which they're the hardest boss fight you've ever done. They are always regular enemies that are harder than the final fucking boss fights. Yeah. Which is goofy as balls. And the game specifically sends you to an area guarded by one and doesn't directly tell you. It says, yeah, go get uh, arrows off this Lionel. And you can pick them up from the area around it, or, like, you could do what I thought you had to do, which was kill the fucking thing. I failed hmm. repeatedly to kill this thing, because uh, it, yeah, one-shots you even when it's just, like, fucking eight damage with each, like, eight hearts, which is goofy. It's crazy. So, it's it would still have, it's, like, three-shot me, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's the sort of, yeah, just... Lunish, lunish, tick fucking bullshit. And I don't, I don't understand how yeah. this game gets away with it. Like that's and that's why I've brought up the like I wish it did a better job of telling you where to go. Um, because that, that's the you dude to go there. Yeah, that's well, what that's, I'm saying that's my point. Is like I went to that spot and that's the thing I ran into. And I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here because that was the first time I've come across something where I'm just getting fucking smashed. I've gone up against like the mini those rock. Uh, are they guardians or something? The rock monsters with the giant. Um, it's like a mini boss fight. Um, it's it's got like a health bar that comes up. Like I've just oh, yeah. Yeah. smashed those assholes, and um, and then this guy I've come up against, like the Minotaur dude, and he's just fucking smashed me every single time. He throws a, a lightning bolt at me or a frost arrow or something. I don't know, and I can't move. And then he just comes up and stomps me. And then if I try and avoid all that shit, uh. I'm not doing any damage because he's got like 15,000 HP or some shit. So I thought, oh, well, I'm not supposed to be here even though I am I was kind of in this area. All right, so I'll go somewhere else. But I've kind of left that spot and I've gone the complete other opposite direction. So I'm now in the, I'm now in like the west side of the map because I thought, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. I'll go west. Sure. Um, and I haven't run into any of him again, so... I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I ran into a bunch of those. Uh, I think I'm just going to call everything a fucking guardian. I don't know. Uh, those uh, like ancient things that walk around and shoot laser beams at you. Yep. Um, I killed a bunch of them. That was uh, that was easy. So I don't know. I figured I'll, maybe I'll be over this side from now on. Easy? Yeah, yeah. I killed like four of them, four or five of them. How are you killing them? I just run up and smash them a bunch of times. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, uh, there's a there's like a an area where there's um I don't know there's like a, a tower and they're kind of surrounding this tower um but there's a bunch of destroyed buildings kind of around it so I'd use those buildings to weave in and out of in between them and then just kind of sneak up and just start meleeing the shit out of them and um it seems like they freak the fuck out when you get really close and start hitting them so that's what I did and then they're all dead um I don't know if I agree with the blood moon 
respawning thing. I was quite enjoying going through and just de- uh, destroying everything in, in the path and clearing out areas. Uh, and the first time that that kind of happened, I was like, what the fuck? And it pretty much was a, a disappointing moment for me because um, now I don't feel like I need to clear everything out. I'm just like, oh, well, I'll just run and avoid stuff because it doesn't really matter too much other than if I need weapons or ammo or anything like that, then... Um, or if it's a chest that I need to clear, then I'll, I'll do that. But otherwise, I don't really feel like I need to be killing stuff anymore. Um, so yeah, that yep. was kind of a uh, bit shit. I didn't like that part. But Pissing your cornflakes, cornflakes rather. Yeah. Like, there's mm. things about that I don't like, but at the same time, I'm still really enjoying it and having fun exploring and doing all that fun shit. I think it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's... I think it's the mechanics and like all the systems that kind of interweave with each other and how they work together and unexpected things happen when you try and um, mess around with them. So that stuff's a lot of fun. But I, it seems like I'm nowhere near uh, finishing it. I'm still... I've probably put 12, 15 hours into it so far. And um, yeah, there's still a lot of the map to go. So like a lot. I really don't know. How long it's going to take me? Seems like a quite a long ass game. Yeah, yeah, pretty big. Hmm. But I'm enjoying it. I'll keep talking about it more um, over the next couple of weeks, which I'm sure you'll be excited about. Maybe we try and drag someone on here who uh, who else has played it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. Dragon Chung's um, played it. Maybe. Oh, I should find out because he's a giant Zelda fan. Yes, he is. So it'd be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I also finished Horizon Zero Dawn. Cool. Um, What'd you think? So I had the, the Switch sitting there ready to go. But I was like, all right, I need to finish Horizon because... Um, otherwise, otherwise I'll never go back, you know, go back to it. And uh, I think last week I was talking about where I was kind of at. And uh, that game just keeps fucking going. <laughs> yeah, I think I was talking about how Lance is like, all right, make sure you clear all your stuff. Um, there's no turning back from now. And then it goes on for like another six hours. There's a second point where it actually comes up and says, all right, you can't um, make sure you've done all your stuff. And it actually prompts you that that uh, you need to do everything. Otherwise, no turning back. So that actually happened. I don't know why he said it the first time, because that was not actually a thing. Um, but anyway, the uh, yeah, I, I, that's a great game. But yeah. um, it kind of just comes down to like another giant boss fight at the end. Yeah, um, and I didn't really find it too challenging. I did it all in one go. Um, yep. Pretty much just quit fire arrows, shoot fire arrows at this thing, and then wait for the meter to build up, and then wait for the glowy bits and shoot those things. So, and I, I'm pretty sure the last, without giving away any spoilers, the um, the last boss fight is a, uh, another enemy you've already come up against, right? Or, or a bigger version of it, or something. A bigger version, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of disappointing because I, I kind of knew it's it's um it's abilities and what it was going to do patterns and stuff yeah yeah because i've already killed like four or five of those already so that was kind yeah. of shit um i thought it was like it was i thought it was epic that was pretty epic as a like scene went yeah uh but yeah it was uh, a disappointing battle yeah yeah i forgot how much how like just how much fucking of those audio logs you wind up getting in that last fucking 
quarter of that game. Holy fuck. Yeah, and there's heaps there. And you just they keep... Are, that is, like, it really exacerbates how bad that system is. Mm, and, how, and how poorly it's kind of spread out. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely the worst way to do it, I think. That particular thing is the worst way to implement that system because it means, like... Uh, I think the reason I forgot is because I just got jack of it and started skipping yeah. ones that I didn't think were terribly necessary. I'd just be like, you know what, fuck it. I, yeah. But I went back in uh, to see, uh, just to check my map and see what I'd missed. Yeah. And uh, there were all these fucking audio logs that I had, like, been near. And uh, I actually, I got a fucking interactive map. Um, someone's put together an interactive map and I was looking at it. I'm like, I remember getting, oh yeah, I just ran past those audio logs. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So hopefully they kind of learn from that mistake and they can space out the, the extracurricular activities of storytelling in that, that aspect. In my opinion, the best way to get around it, right. I realized that they're obviously spending quite a bit of money on, on voice talent, but just, like when you put it into a, uh, like put it into the archive, have it all transcribed, so you can just read it. No. So you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't like reading it. I want to, I want it read out to me, but in a really good way. Like, yeah, want- no, I'm saying yeah. like have that right. Have it pause when like Aloy is fucking yapping about whatever the fuck she's yapping about uh, or don't have her yapping so much that'd be nice Uh, but then also have it available in the archives for you to play and fast forward and skip like skip forward 10 seconds or jump around through so that you can actually manage it as a media source but also have it transcribed so you can read it if you just want to like absorb the information quickly or yeah you can hit play and then continue to wander around the fucking world at your leisure while you're exploring or something as opposed to like yeah like in the middle of like finding seven other fucking audio logs oh here's an audio log i'll listen to that all right here's another audio log but if i pick that up then i'm gonna cancel this one out uh uh yeah that would be my solution yeah um i guess the other thing that i would like to see them uh work on is i think the expl after playing zelda like the exploration stuff i think could be done a bit better um when i was playing it it was kind of just a all right, going from point A to point B, um, you know, finding the next quest that I need to do and, and doing that. It wasn't rare that you'd run into just stuff along the way um, other than on the main path. There'd be maybe someone sitting down saying, all right, can you help me do this thing? But I, I never I never saw something in the environment and thought, oh, shit, well, I wonder what that is, and then went over there and explored it. It was usually just me going from one place to the next, so... Um, cause there's some really interesting environments that are in there, but it's just as you're kind of going from point A to point B that you're, you go from one to the next, there's never any like landmarks that kind of stand out. Um, you know, kind of like, I, I think Zelda borrows heavily on, on games like Skyrim where you kind of start that game and you just end up wherever you kind of want to go. Like there are, there is a main story and, and like a main quest line, but you can just venture off and eventually like I'd play that game completely different to the way you'd play it. Um, and I think if they added a bit more exploration in there, that'd 
um, maybe give a bit more to the RPG aspects of it. Um, but I think, yeah, I think they've done an awesome job for the moment. It's it's hard to... Like, the bits that I'm nitpicking about are, are not huge. Um, they're just things that I like to, to see done better. And it, it looks like they put a patch out yesterday or today um, that addressed a, a few minor tweaks. I think I talked about last week how I thought there was stuff with the um, the way it handed out, like, uh, certain items um, in the game. I think it did a, not a great job of doing some of that stuff. It looks like they've tweaked that a little bit. Um, and they've tweaked stuff in buying and selling items and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, it looks like it's still working on it and fixing, fixing a bunch of things that are broken. But I, I didn't really run into anything major that, that broke when I was playing it. So... I guess I had a, a lucky run. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm done with that game. I don't, uh, I don't see get myself going back, uh, mainly because it's just so much stuff coming out. So, yeah, so much things that I want to play. But that's an awesome game. Everybody should definitely, um, should definitely check that out if they they get a chance. It's it's really put like a contrast of for me how well Sony has done on PlayStation 4 um, and when I compare it to Xbox One and some of the games that they put out on first party um, I think that this really shows that uh, there's some good shit on the PlayStation 4 that you can kind of play between that and I know you didn't like Uncharted but I think Uncharted's awesome um, there's some some great stuff on PlayStation whereas Xbox I just I, I don't I can't recommend someone buying that right now because I just think the better games are on the PlayStation and they've better a better job with uh, what they've released so far on there, which is which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other game I've been playing is Battlefield One, the DLC. Yep, I got a code for like this. this. Yeah. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't mind the maps that they've got on there. Don't mind them. Yeah, I, I quite enjoy um, the fort. Yep, I think that's Fort pretty, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good map. It's a good map. It very much reminds me of um, Battlefield 4's... Um, Operation Locker. Operation Locker, that's kind of like the subway system or something, is it? No, it's Metro. That's from Battlefield 3. Oh, okay. Um, um, Operation well, Locker like- is the one in the jail with the... It's a jail, sorry, yeah. And there's like yeah. a middle area. Yeah, wheelhouse in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Very much mm-hmm. reminds me of... Um, it, it kind of looks a bit similar um, in terms of the colors and, and whatnot. Uh, it's very thematically, dark. it's very different, uh, like similar because they're both jails, right? Fort DeVoe was a jail, mm. a prison or war jail, I think. And uh, obviously, Operation Locker is a jail. Um, but the layout is different, right? The, the Operation Locker is, it feels very linear. Um, you kind of going from one side of the map to the other, whereas this feels like a square. Do you get that, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I think we've talked about, like, I, I think I've talked at length about my hatred of the line map design. Mm-hmm. And that's all, I think that's one of the things that Fort DeVoe does really fucking well is it isn't that fucking line horseshit. It is sort of a, yeah, it's a square. It's like the five five points on a, like, the number five on dice. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got the fucking square and the point in the middle and, like, it's just chaos. You're able to fucking loop around from C to A to, like, through to B, direct to E and shit like that. And, yeah, 
no, that map is fantastic. I, I fucking love it at bits. Even like even with shotguns still being a little bit fucky in Battlefield. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, still I, I can't get enough today. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I very much enjoy that map. I think that's the favorite one I've played so far. Yeah, uh, it's infantry only as well, which is good. Yeah. I'm a big fan of infantry that's, only that's as a my, concept. That's my jam in Battlefield. That's how I play. Uh-huh. Uh, the other the other maps that I've played are the Frontlines map. Um, is it, That's not on any of the maps, is it? Like, that's just... Uh, Frontlines is a mode. It's its own mode, isn't it? Yeah, and it uses all of the maps. Yeah. So this is the one where it's kind of like a tug-of-war um, system, and then it switches across into... Uh, a bomb control like a control point um no other way around isn't it uh it goes from control Control like conquest to to rush to rush yeah so rush is the um the like planting bombs yeah and the enemy has to either um has to defuse the, the the bombs that you've planted and you've got two points on each um on each side so and that kind of lasts for I don't know. What is it? 10, 15 minutes? And then it does. That, that actual part. You've got a number of tickets. It can like last, it can last for ages. Oh, okay. Uh, like that phase alone can last for 10 to 15 minutes, but it can also like be done in like half a minute. If you've like the other team's got no fucking medics and yeah. it's just churning. So once the, once those tickets have run out, then it goes back to the, like control point system previous conquest point yeah which is um yeah it can take a while that map <laughs> i think my longest one so far has been 81 minutes mm. of just the one map and i i think once it like passes 75 minutes uh it gets to a point where like you are literally like they've beautifully captured the world war one spirit of attrition Mm-hmm. Uh, but you are literally just waiting for people to quit on one side, and whichever team has people quit first uh, is is the one that will um, lose. Yeah, and that's what you're waiting for. What I think, I think I've worked out how they they, sh- they should fix it. My opinion, uh, my opinion, the way they fix it is uh, if you go from let's say point B is the center point, and uh, point C is there the other team's final objective Mm -hmm. before going into a rush mode, which would allow you to win. So if we go, if we win point B and then point C and then point, and like if we win point B, take point C uh, and they cap point B and then we cap point C. If that happens, if that loop happens, like just trading point B and C on one side, whichever team is pushing the advantage has the map advantage right is spending more time in the other team's uh like half i guess i reckon they should do like a reverse behemoth and it should drop a behemoth for the attacking the team that is on the offense to push them through to the other side Mm -hmm. to give them the advantage because if they're if one side is demonstrating clearly that they have the upper hand but they can't overcome the basics of the maps uh, linear design then yeah if they're showing that they have the capacity to fucking 
push through, but they just can't get that little bit over to cap uh, the rush points, then yeah, you should give them an advantage to help them push through. They have earned it. Like that is literally the case that they've earned it. And yes, one team will feel like everything's fucked, but in the cases where they manage to rally and pull some shit outs, that'll be even more spectacular. And in the cases where they don't, well, they they should have fucking lost anyway. Like, Hmm. So, were, do you think it should happen twice or three times? You're saying you get to that point. Uh, I think, I think three loops of B to C to B to C. Yeah. Okay. Because the thing is, um, once you go from the conquest mode to rush, yeah, uh, which is the planting bombs. Anything that you've done previously, so if you managed to blow up one point, it still stays. It goes back to just being able to destroy that one point. But the um, like the reality is right. Hmm. You can near indefinitely hold that at a single point, like just one squad. As a single squad can hold out against uh, an entire team on a single point. Like they just as long if they're good enough and they just keep reviving each other. You've got two dudes with support in the back, one dude with fucking um, like assault kits. One dude with, uh, and two other dudes with medics just keeping everyone alive, right? And the supports just constantly bombard the points with, uh, HE mortars. And when there's downtime for the mortars, you're just pinging grenades in. Uh, yeah, there's, you're fucked. Like, there's no way the attacking team can get on that point without a little extra push. That's why most games wind up going the extra distance is because you're like they'll cap one point and then they just can't get the last one because it's so fucking difficult to do uh like nate and i as a twosome held a single point on verdun uh for and i was a medic and he i think he was support and the two of us like literally alone uh held it for fucking uh huh. I think it was like five minutes, like for an entire fucking rush round, basically. And then Drew showed up, uh, and the three of us did it all, all on our own, like just nonstop, fucking, yeah, ridiculous, man. Like it's it's too much. Yeah, I haven't played um, too much. I've played that map once with you guys, and that was the time we just like completely destroyed them. Uh, yeah. I went sniper. Um, and stood at the back and I think I got two kills <laughs> and I, I went like two and two and I was like well I can't I'm not getting any fucking kills like, I can't see anybody yeah. um, so I changed to because I was just pinned they, I think we were winning like we had all the control points yeah. and uh, you even said at one point like fuck it let's just let them get a point because <laughs> this is like no fun yep. um i think it was you that said it that was me and yes. uh so i switched to shotgun yeah <laughs> and i think i got like eight kills straight so yeah. I-, I got more kills going shotgun in about two minutes than i did sitting back with a sniper um so i don't know if that map's greatly unbalanced or if it was just we just had a good run. <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, it, it's actually a really well-balanced map. Uh, I think point D might be a little bit, like, unfairly complicated to take. Yeah. But uh, once you get in, like, like the 
the shoes on the other foot. So if you can fight your way into D, then it is pretty good. The reason we were fucking ruining them is because half of, like, literally half of them were snipers for reasons I couldn't work out. Uh, I think they did that because we had a trench raider who was in our squad, actually, uh, who went bananas. He went something like fucking 25 and 0. Mm-hmm. And uh, was just like, yeah, Trench Raider's the new elite class. He's got like a trench club and he just, there's no like execution animation. He just, if he hits you with his trench club, you die. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was just running around fucking murdering people. <laughs> and we were backing him up and keeping him alive. So uh, yeah, we were able to like just fucking bulldoze them. They were, and yeah, they just weren't even able to get into A. Um, once they had the like even even when they got the fucking behemoth spawn it's an infantry only one so you get four elite classes as opposed to the regular type yeah. uh but even after they got their fucking behemoth spawn with their extra elite classes they still weren't able to push us off they pushed us off a for a little bit and then we pushed straight back on it was just yeah silly hmm. yeah yeah i don't think i've played any other maps other than those ones um trying to think oh there's the uh the the like the country fields i've played that one um there's one with a bridge like a train bridge and there's uh the other one is uh like uh there's a nice like museum type building and there's a tree house up the other end and a big hill with uh capture point d on the top of it and that sort of stuff do you know that one mm. there was one with a lot of buildings Almost a lot of buildings. Think, uh, a lot of buildings. I don't think it was an old map. No, it definitely wasn't an old map. Yeah. Um, with uh, It was like a, a country, like a green... I think it was one of the French maps. Yeah, French country. Well, they're all French maps. Um, oh, okay. I think it was the greenest one I've seen. <laughs> all right. It must, it must have been this one. You were just hanging out around B and A. A has like a treehouse near it but uh yeah. yeah that one's pretty good that one's pretty good it's probably my least favorite of the four new maps hmm. and it's still pretty good uh, i got the tr- i was playing it just before the podcast and i uh snagged the trench raider elite, elite class okay went on a fucking super murder spree <laughs> yeah. it is i had nate and uh and drew like running behind me on support and I was just like fucking nonstop, like swack, swack, swack. Everything dies. Everything dies. And you'd see people fucking hoofing it. And uh, I eventually went down. A dude like very, very well, like full props to this guy, uh, baited me to jump through a fucking, like I was just on the fucking, on the move. And I saw him through the window and he sort of like went, went forward and he pointed his gun at me and then he stepped back as if he was running and I ran and jumped through the window and uh, he caught me uh, at the like tail at the very end of the animation and jumping through the window and he uh, executed me, which was yeah. very fucking good. Uh, but yeah, otherwise I would have gone on forever. Oh, I think the map ended like moments after he managed to do that. And we won, but uh, hmm. yeah, it's good. I, I like that. They, they seem to have added more ribbons as well and unlocks, uh, which is cool. Because I was yeah. getting a lot of those during the game, um, yeah. stuff that I hadn't seen before. Um, like they would just randomly pop up on the screen, things like uh, um, doing objectives or assists or spotting that sort of stuff seemed to be quite a bit better. Um, so that's cool because I enjoy like 
getting that stuff during the game and kind of rewarding you for not just killing people but doing the other side stuff that's important um so that's that's a lot of that's a lot of fun i still don't like that you can't go in and customize stuff um in the main menu you've got to do it all in the game that's a bit shit i don't know why that still is a thing because i've unlocked a bunch of um uh cosmetic items and i it's it's hard to see what you've unlocked and what you haven't when you're in the middle of a fucking game you can't just want to get in and play um because i've got so much stuff that i don't really know like I, i know i've unlocked a bunch of stuff but unless i jump in and i choose that weapon and then specifically go in there and go all right customize this gun uh yeah i don't know where any of this stuff is because it's just all hidden so i wish they had done a better job of that because in battlefield 4 you had the uh battle log like online browser you kind of go in and play around with all that stuff but that's completely gone and now it's all in game so bit shit that that's still a problem um but otherwise i like it i like the the dlc i still don't like that it's premium and it segregates the community um, I think that's shit. Everybody's, except for like one server that I've seen is playing premium. Yep. Um, which is a bit crap because every time the first night I tried to go in there, mm-hmm. uh, the four or five servers people were playing with that had queues of seven or eight people waiting. Um, and the first game that I tried to queue up for, uh, my game crashed as it got in. So that was quite kind of annoying. Um, and at that stage, I just, I think Drew joined and I said, look, my game just crashed. Um, I'm not going to wait again. I'm going to just jump into a, a not so full server. So I think we jumped into, um, that was my first jump into front lines. And, and, uh, yeah, there was like 15 of us in there or something or 15 on each team. Sorry. Uh, eventually. So that didn't take too long, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't agree with the two week premium pass crap and the way they've done this I don't think it's very good so that's just the way I feel about it <laughs> um, so you don't like, I, I don't I don't think I think only DICE and EA disagree with you yeah well because they're making money off of it exactly <laughs> yeah and I think it's horseshit um, just release it like this this is crap anyway um what's about black wake oh yeah it's an indie game right it is a new pirate game a new indie pirate game uh made by an aussie and a guy in texas i believe and um yeah i got pinged uh like a like someone who i'd worked with before was like i'm doing the pr for this um do you want to check it out? Uh, I got a bunch of codes. So, yeah, um, got you guys some codes and we all jumped in. Uh, I find it unbelievably endearing. It is like, it is a ship hosting game. It's a game about just ship hosting and also sort of peripherally, you're a pirate. Uh, and you're on a pirate ship and there's some other piratey shit going on. But mostly what's going on is just like pirate themed dickheadery, fuckwittery. Um, so yeah, 
to to break it right all the way down, it's a pirate game where uh, I think like twelve, eight to eight to twelve people man a single ship, like an actual pirate vessel, uh, and uh, you've got to control like every single part of it, and that is the driving of the ship. Uh, so the captain drives the ship, uh, but also gives orders and stuff like that, and then. Uh, you've got to like repair holes in the hull or repair the sails or all that kind of stuff. You've got to load the cannons every single time, which involves grabbing some powder from a box and putting the powder in the cannon and then putting a cannonball in and then stuffing it all down and then pushing it out. And like, there's this process to it that you have to like, (laughs) yeah, to firing that you have to go through before you can actually fire a shot. That means, like there's actually like there's a repetition involved but also at the same time you're working pretty hard to uh just maintain a basic level of like competency like you're doing the same shit a lot uh but yeah the the payoff is that when you do go broadside on another boat you can fucking fire all cannons and then you quickly as a as a team like as a fucking ship crew you all quickly put that fucking like reload the cannons and see if you maybe fire off again but otherwise you just sort of wait it out and maybe you go over to the other side so you can fire those cannons instead which you've already loaded but they're like what this leads to, right? What what it leads to ultimately is because you've uh, you sort of get to a point once you understand that you've got to do these things. Once you understand that you, yeah, someone's got to load the cannons. Someone's got to replenish the supplies for the cannons. Someone's got to repair the sails. Someone's got to put out the fires with buckets of water. And like once you, yeah, understand all that shit, uh huh, it sort of becomes this sort of like. I don't know, just a habit. Like, you don't think about it anymore. You're just like, yeah, well, that cannon is unloaded, so I'll load it. Like, you're not thinking, oh, I'm only going to load this cannon because it's the one I shoot and I don't want uh, to, uh, like, I don't want anyone else to fire it. It's not like that. Instead, it's like, yeah, okay, well, this one needs to be fucking, this one needs to be loaded. Fuck it, I'll load it. And you, like... Yeah, there's some games where all I'll do is load cannons and I might fire a cannon once. Uh, but there are other games where I am literally just standing there waiting. Like, I'll go to reload a cannon, but somebody will already be halfway through it. I'll be like, hey, I'm just wasting wasting supplies if I try and help. So I'll just wait and push these cannons in and get them all ready. And that's it. Once, once it's all habit, once your team is running very well, that's when the shit posting starts. That's when it just it turns into just nonstop shit talking, where everyone's putting on fucking pirate voices and just being dickheads, and <laughs> yeah. it's spectacular. That is amazing. That shit's spect- like that's the best. That is unbelievable. I can't get enough of that. Uh, I was playing a game and we had this like I had this captain, and uh, he sounded like a little kid, and uh, so we were all like. Every time, every time he'd make like even the slightest mistake, like he w- would hesitate while turning the ship so that we'd accidentally not, we wouldn't be broad enough to fire and get a good hit, mm-hmm. or he'd 
overturn and we'd miss on the other end uh we'd all like fucking pile into him and uh we'd be like oh admiral baby's fucked us up again oh (laughs) we're yeah getting right into him and like he got uh hit at one point he was like oh someone give me drink because you drink rum to uh to heal yourself and we left him to bleed out because he was too young to be drinking and uh yeah stupid shit like that other people like people put in some solid effort into their fucking pirate accents and all kinds of shit we're like yeah if you get like with a good crew uh you just wind up like berating your whoever the captain is into doing whatever the fuck you want which involves in a lot of cases most cases really just ramming other ships uh especially if you're on one of the big uh, frigate class pirate ships or uh, English Navy ships, uh, your like your ship is huge and you can do huge damage just by running into it. And so yeah, you, you've also got like front cannons and shit. And so yeah, you'll be like, oh, let's ram, let's ram, or we're gonna mutiny. And there's like a mutiny system involved, uh, like built into the game and shit. And so yeah, and, and unless they bow to the fucking demands of their crew, uh, they they get kicked out. And so we'll. Uh, yeah, it just meant that we ram everyone and we'll... Like, if it all goes... Like, the, the upside is, right? You don't want to be ramming everyone. But if you're just smashing straight through, like, you crash into a tiny boat, everyone jumps off, you murder everyone on the other boat until their boat sinks, and then you climb back up, and, like, three people stay back on your ship, Right? Uh, after the ramming and they like they stay down below deck and they hammer up all the holes when you finish killing everyone on that other fucking boat you get back on and your ship is fine and you're off already it's like yeah it's like you never even fucking paused all, all that happened was fucking action piracy action and uh yeah i know it's pretty amazing uh i like oh i probably wouldn't recommend it <laughs> It's still early access, right? It's it's still early access, and yeah. it's pr- pretty fucking buggy. And uh, there's, like, yeah, I'm definitely meeting it more than halfway, right? Like, I'm like, eh, I love all this shit about it, but it's kind of goofy as fuck. Uh, like, there's a lot about it that's goofy as balls and needs a lot of work. And so, as a result, like, yeah, I probably wouldn't buy it in the state that it's currently in. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it will never reach that state. I'm just, you know, uh, I couldn't see us all going ham playing it, uh, nonstop or anything. Uh, but also when we were playing it, I was, um, I got stuck doing nothing for quite a while because there yeah. just wasn't anything for me to do. Um, so there's like on the one that we played, there was like six cannons on the ship. Yeah. Um, and we had like eight players, eight or nine players on our ship. So we had the captain and then six people manning the cannons. And then me kind of just standing there waiting for stuff to happen because I couldn't do anything. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of annoying because <laughs> I'd like to be participating, but I'm sort of just standing there waiting for something to kind of go down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that I didn't really enjoy too much but <laughs> i was kind of just waiting for like a uh, a cannon to come flying through and kill someone and then be like all right i'm gonna take their cannon fuck you 
uh, and then take over and kind of do that. So, yeah, that was kind of... Uh, I wish there was more things for you to kind of run around and do other than just wait. Yeah, and I think that sort of stuff is coming. And I think when it reaches a point where they've like got a really good idea of all the... Like, they've realized all the sorts of things that you can put together and make happen in the game, then uh, it will be... I think it'll be a lot of fun. But uh, until then... Yeah, it's it's it is it does sort of like yeah. I've already described the basic loop, and I as I explained, there are some games where it literally all I did was load cannons, and yeah, you don't have a problem with it because but that's because you're like yapping with other dickheads on your fucking pirate game. It's not because the game itself is internally compelling. It's you're making your own fun, and yeah, yeah, like. That's not a bad thing. That's not a condemnation of the game. I'm just saying, yeah, I wouldn't smack 20 bucks down to talk shit at small kids in a pirate voice. Uh-huh. You could do that anywhere. You could probably just jump on fucking Counter-Strike and talk shit at, at small kids in a pirate voice, really. Uh, yeah. And the other thing that was quite annoying was... Um I've been getting emails about Sea of Thieves the last week. I know. I know. <laughs> I've been like, fuck... When is that game coming out? Um, so annoying. Yeah, so that's that's why I was excited, very excited to get into this. So I want to play Sea of Thieves very, very urgently. Uh, I kind of feel like this might have come about as a direct response to Sea of Thieves, but uh, I have no proof of that. So but also Sea of Thieves is much more... Uh, it's got like RPG stuff in it, right? You go around yes. actually going to islands as opposed to just fighting pirates. Yeah. yeah yeah it seems like and this is all just multiplayer sort of like almost an arena where like you'll just go from multiplayer match to multiplayer match uh and sea of thieves seems like yeah you've got a crew and you sort of team up and do stuff non-stop is there multiple ship combat or just it's just one-on-one uh yeah there's multiple ship that's what that's the mode i play most of is okay. uh i think it's three ships first three ships and uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty fucking funny. Uh, yeah, like, I guess my key concern is that, like, yeah, it just sort of wears thin, I guess. That's the main problem, is it wears thin. If you're, if you're on a crew, if you're on a fucking boat with, like, doofuses as your crewmates, the real, the biggest issue with it is that it just fucking hell. Oh, it's so annoying watching, like three people stand around one fucking loaded cannon while there's seven other cannons waiting to be loaded. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, you really do need people to, like, I, and it's not even like not knowing, it's just greed. They want to get that fucking, they want to get the kill. They want to get the shot off. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the main problem with it. Um, but like you were saying, like basically, as you said, uh, if they were to, uh, implement more things for people to do, mm-hmm then yeah and i guess also they need to explain how the fuck uh like most of the shit i uh, ha- have explained to me in game by pirate like people talking in pirate accents <laughs> yeah because yeah. i had no fucking idea but it's it's quite easy once you play one round you pretty much know what you're doing yeah um, but if they add more shit there'd be a little bit more complexity and stuff like that and also it like balances not in terms of uh, like like the risk reward type stuff where you've got to kind of pick and choose what you should be manning and what you shouldn't um, and more managing kind of like 
those mini cooking games where it's like, all right, what am I going to fucking do now? Yeah. Where, where should I be? Do I need to wash the dishes? Do I need to do this? Um, you know, if there was more stuff to kind of do, that would be cool. Like, it does get to that point where, where you're in middle combat and you need to f- repair holes, but that doesn't really take too long. And, yeah. um, you know, and it literally just involves staring at the hole with your hammer equipped and holding LB, LMB. So. Yeah, and then someone pumping the water out. Um, yeah. And that that stage, that's when it becomes a bit more micromanageable. But the initial stages of finding other um, pirates and, and ships, that's kind of where there needs to be one or two more things that people can kind of do um, other than just standing around. So that was a bit a bit crap. But anyway, uh, it's early access, still working on it. But um, how much is it? Do you know that it's going for? Uh, twenty bucks. I twenty think. bucks. It is twenty bucks. I've just checked. Yes, uh, it's on Steam. Seems to have pretty good reviews. Uh yeah. So that's it's very pros- very positive. It um four and a half thousand reviews. So yeah. Nearly five grand reviews. Um, yeah, and it seems they seem to be updating it quite often, judging from the um, the blog posts. So yeah, that's cool. So I might it, like we might revisit it in three weeks, and then suddenly, uh, yeah, like fantastic again. I, I think there are some new modes coming out, coming to it soon, and shit like that. Uh, I've been reading, so uh, yeah, they're. Yeah. Oh, you can actually get off the boat and fucking go to Ireland and stuff. Uh, what? Capture the booty. Uh, that's that's one they're working on. Oh, is that the new mode? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. See, that, that, that'd be good. That'd be something to... Land battles. Um, if, it, if it's on land and stuff, like parking your boat and jumping off and like... That that I think that'd add quite a bit, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see and see how it's implemented. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what else have you been playing? What else have I been playing? Uh, been playing H one Z one. Okay. King of the Kill. King of the Kill. King of the Kill, which is battle royale. Someone was posting about playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you got jealous. And I got jelly. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, I'm going to play King of the Kill. And, uh, yeah, it's okay. I mean, so if you don't understand, like, if you're not familiar with the concept, it's based on uh, Player Unknown's Battle Royale mod for uh, armor, where uh, basically 50 to 60 people get spawned into a uh, server and last, last person standing wins. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I've, I'm actually quite good at it. Uh, like just not not talking myself up. Uh, so far, I've lasted. I'm inside the top twenty for all except one of my games where I died. I think second. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, inside the top twenty for and uh, inside the top inside the top ten for three of them and top five for two of them. Um, I haven't won a game yet. Uh, I just, I like everyone seems to know what the fuck they're doing. I still haven't worked out how to steal a car, but everyone rolls around in cars and shit. I'll be walking, uh, like, ru- like running on foot away from the fucking 
gas. So what happens is you you all spawn in uh, or parachute in, and it's like a mad, mad dash to go find equipment. And by equipment, I mean guns. And uh, once you've found guns, you then have to like you work out where the safe zone is and anywhere there that isn't the safe zone uh after a period of time like five minutes will have gas a gas cloud come into it and if you're not in the safe zone yeah you gotta get fucking into the safe zone or you'll be gassed to death so uh yeah you start to like there's a little bit of orienteering but it's not that difficult you sort of like i don't know i, I don't know the map but i picked it up pretty fucking quick uh just because you got like a compass on your HUD at all times, so it's not that hard. You press the fucking M to work out where the safe zone is. You're like, well, I'm southeast of it. I guess I'll run northwest. Too easy. And you fucking hoof it northwest. And you t- like, you know, you, you got to be a little bit careful around corners and shit so you don't get murdered running across fucking streets. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah, you just fucking try and get inside the inside the safe zone, and the safe zone like shrinks all the time. And uh, as it shrinks, obviously, there's more and more conflicts until game over. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's, it's pretty inspired by, like, DayZ? Uh, not really. Huh? It's, like, I, I wouldn't say it's got much to do with DayZ, to be honest. Uh, I guess you're, like, you're finding gear, but it's, uh, like, one game, one life is over in, like... I think the longest game I've had, uh, and this was I was dead third, uh, third last rather. I came third, um, but uh, yeah, that took maybe twenty five minutes. Okay, um, and that was yeah, it was it was nonstop action. You're always you've always got to like basically if you don't have a gun inside the first two minutes, you're dead anyway. You're fucked. Uh, so yeah, you just sort of find a gun and move on. I find I, I found that people seem to work together, or if they're not working together, they seem to have some sort of agreement to not shoot one another. Um, so yeah, I'll like I'll get into the like last sort of portion, the tiny circle, and uh, there'll be like three people I can see uh, don't have an angle on, but I can see them, and they're all sort of milling about together. Not, not murdering one another and if I know if I show my face they'll murder me or at least try and uh, so yeah I've got to try and take out all three which is difficult uh, one of the things I don't like is that it's got like uh, it's, it, like it doesn't have the armor style of like one hit kill you've got like a quite a bit of HP mm-hmm. and so it can take a take you a couple of bursts from like an AK you can survive four or five bursts from an AK before you're dead which is a little bit lame in my opinion um because if I like f- empty a fucking empty half clip of AK into the driver's side of a car that's trying to run me down uh the car should not be able to continue driving and turning and stuff in my opinion it should probably be over for whoever's brains are all over the back of the fucking car window. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that that's aggravating for me. But, yeah. Uh, it's, I still, you know, it's... Because games only take about 25 minutes. It's an all right distraction. Um, 
I don't really like the engine, I guess. It's sort of goofy. The animations are a bit off. And it doesn't like, I know, I don't have like an attachment to it because the animations are obviously off in armor as well. But I have an attachment to it in, in armor because of, you know, hundreds, more thousands maybe of hours inside the engine. In this, it just seems goofy. And I know that's unfair and it's obviously, you know, a bias, but uh, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, they seem goofy. There you go. Uh, the the sequel they're making a new one as well, aren't they? Well, Player Unknown's making this Battlegrounds game, which is basically it. And he technically created King of the Kill for Sony Online or whatever the fuck they're called now. Um, so yeah, he technically created that for like this King of the Kill for them. So I guess Battlegrounds is a sort of a sequel. I don't know if it's owned by the same people though so that would probably be a pretty key differentiator okay yeah um but yeah I don't know it's uh seems cool yeah I don't know I th- it might be free play I'm not sure uh which one the player King of the kill oh okay yeah I don't know I don't remember. Anyway. All right, so Battlegrounds is definitely not being published by the same people who did King of the Kill, though. Ah, okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah, that's about it. I don't know. I think a lot of streamers play King of the Kill. Yeah, I see them a lot on there. Uh, King of the Kill's 20 bucks. I wouldn't pay 20 bucks. I'd probably wait for something else. Or if I had armor. If I could be fucked reinstalling the mod shit for armor, I'd probably just play armor Battle Royale. But, yeah. Anyway, there you go. What else have I been playing? Hellion. Hellion. I don't know. I don't know if I've been playing this. Do you really play Hellion or do you endure it? Uh, Hellion was pitched to me like, what if Elite and Daisy had a baby? And uh, I immediately jizzed everywhere at the thought of this baby, uh, which is, I guess, pedophilia. But uh, it's not a real baby. It's a theoretical baby. So don't be weird about it. Um, I'm not a pedophile. I have to be very upfront. I am not a pedophile. Okay. Okay. Don't sound fucking surprised, dickhole. Yep. (laughs) Not a pedophile. I regret, regret that analogy. Anyway. Uh, so it was, yeah, described to me as the, the love child of, uh, Daisy and elite where, uh, Basically, once you learn how to, like, have your ship and stuff, you can go around and mine and stuff like that, and then you can uh, find other players and steal all their shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reality is uh, it's uh, not not really like that. It's basically uh, you spend two-something hours learning the basics of how to move in the game world, and, uh, and then you uh, run out of oxygen and die. Uh, like, it doesn't... Ex- it, it explains literally nothing. Literally nothing. And it is a game where you are repairing basic elements of your fucking ship and all movement is based on Newtonian physics and, like, everything is hyper-complex. And so, just, like, you start off in a fucking life pod... Uh, and then you 
like eventually it doesn't say any 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 of this but you like look around if you just look around the fucking life pod you'll find like a suit uh you find a like a hazard suit like a evo suit or whatever like a environmental suit that you can wear and a space helmet a space suit that's what i'm looking for mm-hmm. and a jetpack and uh and it sort of it says you know you need to repair uh, repair elements of the ship and get the life support online and stuff like that and then eventually you do all that and none of it seems to really work uh the life support never seems to leave standby uh you can't work out why that isn't working you look it up online it's like yeah actually that's how like that that is the life support is functioning if it says it's in standby you're like okay what well okay fair enough good uh, and then you go and uh, you work out how to open up the airlock and then you press other buttons and then you get sucked out of the airlock it's space uh, and you get flung off into the distance to die and then you respawn and you try again and yeah uh, if if you can manage it if you can manage to work it out uh, very slowly uh, you might work out that you can actually uh, not get flung out by the airlock when you open the space doors into space uh, and the pressure rips you out. Uh, Instead, you uh, will just sort of uh, just hover. And if you push or, like, move while touching the ground towards your a spaceship that sort of hovers nearby, you can actually get onto that spaceship. But uh, the first few times you'll do that, uh, if you don't know how to activate your jetpacks, uh, then you will uh, instead. Uh, it's sort of like I, I think I described it as uh, what if you were putting in golf, but the putt, uh, w- the ball would take five and a half minutes to travel to the hole, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't know if you were missing until about five minutes in, and then once the once you were at that point, it would be too late to do anything about it anyway. And also, uh, if you miss the hole, then you fly off irreversibly into the cold, dark death of space. And that's that's what that feels like. Uh, so, yeah, you fling off towards your spaceship and you miss by millimeters because you didn't line yourself up at the very start perfectly but you don't find out this out for minutes and then yeah you just sort of float off in space and you start again and you try again and you uh do all this do all the process again and yeah you try and line yourself up better and then eventually you find out that you can activate the jetpacks but you can only activate your jetpacks when you are outside of uh pressurized environments uh, and then suddenly you can actually sort of steer yourself in space, uh, but you can only do it outside the pressurized environment. The game doesn't tell you this, so uh, you have no way of knowing this. You just sort of figure your jetpacks don't work, mm-hmm. and so you spend a lot of time trying to work out whether or not your jetpack is broken or if you need to recharge it more or if you need to swap out some stuff or whatever. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Uh, once you work it all out, then you get onto the ship and you start up all the ship systems, uh, start the fast and light drive, and uh, then, yeah, try to control your ship to do anything. But once again, 
never worked out where the engine bay was, so I couldn't work out how to power the engines on. So, yeah, never actually got to move anywhere. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, uh, basically spent... Um, you got, like, adjustment thrusters for docking. Uh, spent a good 20 minutes using those to travel 200 meters very slowly. Uh, Newtonian physics uh means that it's very like if you overshoot something if you're like you just sort of because you're in the vacuum of space so you'll adjust your uh your acceleration and uh so if you're in the vacuum of space and you pressed on your accelerator you would start to move forward at 10 kilometers an hour Mm -hmm. uh in the vacuum space, you wouldn't have to, like, if you took your foot off the accelerator, you would just continue to move at that speed. Yeah? Yeah. I guess in this case, it would be a velocitator, not an accelerator, because you are raising your velocity, not accelerating. Because if you're accelerating, you'd be adjusting your meters per second per second or whatever the fuck, right? You'd be your kilometers per hour per second, uh, not your, right? You're adjusting your acceleration. Instead, you're adjusting your velocity. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you adjust to be moving at 10 kilometers an hour, right, uh, and then you leave it, then you just continue. And if you uh, adjust yourself, if you continue, like if you forget and you're pressing W to make your stupid ship move forward faster and you're not paying attention to just how much thrust you're giving it, then it's very easy for you to go from uh, moving at a snail's pace to ah, I am now two kilometers past where I was intending to be and now I have to move back again. And there's no sort of like AI adjustments or anything like that. There's no like autopilot or anything because the entire game is uh, designed around being as obtuse as fucking possible. And so it's like just, yeah, you just sort of fucking, you drag yourself every single inch of the way. And then, yeah, I just got jack of it. To be honest, I had I, I I just decided I'd had enough. I couldn't really be fucked doing it anymore. Yeah. Um, like trying to learn, I yeah, it it just exhausted my patience. I I no longer wanted to find out. Oh, how am I gonna? How do I get the engines to work? No, you know what? I'm not. Uh, yeah. Again, early access. So maybe one day it will reach a stage where they actually tell you how to do literally fucking anything in this game. But as it is right now. They don't, and uh, I'm not interested in, uh, yeah, discovering it for them. Yeah. Yep. That sounds annoying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and if you read, like, because you have to read everything online, hmm. uh, yeah. read about how to do everything online, um, you also find out there's actually nothing going on in the game anyway. Like, they haven't implemented any of the other shit anyway, so... Uh, it's not like you, you can go mining or anything at this point. You just sort of fucking sit there and... That's it. Anyway, yeah. That's what I got. All right. I think that's everything. Yeah, it is. Um, unless there's anything else you can think of? No. No? Just about some news then? Let's do some news. All right. Um, there's not much to talk about. We have some local news, though. All local that's, that's news. That's all we've got. <laughs> so uh, all of our international people will be quite upset. But that's cool. Um, Outlast 2 has but been refused classification in Australia. Um, so this was last week. The um, classification board 
put up its latest, um, uh, I don't know, findings for our last two. And, um, yeah, basically it's got to do with a off, from what I can tell, uh, an off camera, um, uh, sexual encounter between a creature and another person. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's from the sounds of it where they're drawing the, the line on that one. Um, doesn't look like there's anything else in there that they, uh, kind of, they kind of poked at, but yeah, that's the, um, that's, that's the one that they've gone like, no, that's not cool. We're not going to do that. Um, it's sorry. Sexual violence. Uh, off-screen sexual violence so yeah it's sexual violence technically yeah. you're sexually assaulted yeah by Your some sort of thing creature non-human yeah. thing um so yeah i i guess uh we haven't really i don't think we've heard anything from the actual publisher or developer about what they're going to do with this whether they're going to resubmit it um like appeal it or if they're going to i don't think there's much point in appealing it they're not going to win um, or if they're going to change the actual content that's in it, maybe remove it, or if they're just not going to bother. Um, they haven't really said it in the last week since this has happened, have they? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, they haven't really said anything. To, like, it's a tricky, it's a tricky one, right? Because on one hand, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, I, I don't think it, it doesn't sound that bad, and I don't think it should be censored. On the other hand, uh, they got to be consistent, and this is this the, is consistent with the rules as they are stated. Like sexual violence is a no no, so mm-hmm. yeah, that is a consistency, uh, and yeah, they're they're doing that. So it's it's yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, um, did you ever play the first one at all? A little bit. Okay. It's too freaky deaky. For that me. was the one with the, the video camera, was it? And you had to look through the video camera? Was it yes, that one? Okay. I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I never actually got around to checking it out. Um, but I, I heard, like, that seemed to be quite a big game that a lot of people were playing, like streamers and YouTubers. Yeah. Um, that I saw going around, so. I don't know, man. It's, um,. It wasn't a game that was really on my radar in terms of something I wanted to go play, but it seems like there were a lot of people that were uh, wanting to kind of check this out. So it's a bit um, bit disappointing for them, at least. For them, yeah. Um, especially because nobody's really commented on it. So we don't know what the, the plan is, right? Whether or not um, someone's going to do something about it. Because usually if something like this were to happen with a local publisher, we'd, we'd hear about it pretty quickly. Um, you know, to say that like someone's looking at it or anything like that, but yeah, nothing, just nothing at all. So I don't know, don't know what's going to happen with that one. I guess we maybe talk about it some other stage and we'll get some sort of follow up. But for the time being, that's something that's not coming out here for the moment, legally, anyway. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I'm sure you can probably acquire it, and uh, you can probably acquire it while giving the developers money so yeah. i wouldn't stress too much if you're really interested in getting uh, mouth rates then uh you could probably still get that to happen yeah online probably from a site like green man gaming exactly uh so yeah i don't know 
It's, it's a tough one. I, I, I would like to hear more, but at the same time, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, I would say, like to say uh, David Senator David Lanham or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Uh, who came out against censorship and uh, all that shit. Uh, that dude's a fuckwit. And uh, yeah. and I would prefer it if we did not uh, have him as a champion of video games because he's a fucking dickhead. And uh, yeah. Yeah, he's the, he's the guy that was like, he's all pro guns and when that uh, shit. <laughs> when that tragedy in, in Melbourne happened with that guy driving his car onto the like footpath, and he hit all those people. Mm. Uh, this Lanham guy, I re- distinctly recall. Yeah. Because uh, I responded to him uh, on Twitter. Wrote, uh, oh, I guess now we have to ban all gun- uh, all cars. Yeah. Which is... And this was like literally minutes after it had happened. He's a fuckwit of the highest order. Uh, yeah, there are some certs that I think uh, maybe should not have posted <laughs> what he said. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't agree with um, putting him up there either. Yeah. Yep. But anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that one. We'll see what happens. Um, the other local news is uh, something I've been following for the last week, which is kind of interesting. Um, it's in the League of Legends scene in Australia. The team called Tainted Minds um, has had a bit of drama with their uh, with their players and staff. So... Uh, this seemed to happen, we first started hearing about it at the end of last week, around Thursday, I think it was, um, where one of their, uh, one of their players started putting up like a post about kind of what was going on, um, with the team. Cause it seemed like a bunch of them kind of just dropped off and were removed from the team, uh, including their player manager. So I think all up, it was four or five people. Um, and at the time that's kind of snowballed in terms of like what's going on in the background. And we've got a lot of information about what happened leading up to that and, uh, and sort of what's happened in the last like five days with Riot coming out and saying that they're looking into it and, um, like more players coming out and, uh, and putting more statements forward, like also chat logs and, just all this stuff that's kind of just pouring out of this three to four month drama that's kind of happened between this professional, in quotation marks, professional uh, esports organization and uh, and the way they've handled their 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 players and their staff. So um, you said you've been following a little bit about yes. what's going going on as well. I was tracking it when it sort of broke uh, broke open a lot more. Uh, sorry, I was tracking it, and then it sort of broke open a lot more uh, last week yeah. uh, on Friday, and then I got fucking blotto for St. Patrick's Day, so uh, <laughs> it dropped off my radar again. Uh, and, um, and today it picked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one, because at, at its heart, like, I know there are a lot of accusations going around. Um, at its heart, in my opinion, uh, it seems... Like I don't, I'm not seeing any malice. I'm not seeing anything like, you know, that there are there are people who are who do bad things because they're evil, and there are people who do bad things because they're stupid. Mm-hmm. This seems more like a case of stupid than evil. Like we're not really, un, like most of the time, like out of a lot of this, we're not seeing 
the other side of the story. We're just seeing the the player's side, and don't don't get me wrong, right? There is no fucking way Tainted Minds this comes out of this looking good, right? But all of like all of their interactions, all of uh, the Tainted Minds people's uh, cake and and Fassie's, uh interactions. They're tainted, for lack of a better word, uh, with, with, like, their knowledge of, of the situation. Like, obviously, we get to a point... Hang on. Have we explained the details of it? No. Not specifically, no. Not yet. I guess we should explain that. So, basically, what's going on is uh, with the <sighs> advent of uh, the new OPL uh, rules to have everyone, like... Uh, coming live um it was also sort of implemented that um teams would have to uh i don't think they had to but uh would be better if they were all living together and so team management had to provide a house for teams if it was contracted to do so mm-hmm. uh Mines, like signed a contract to confirm that they they would have a um, house available for the team yeah. of, of Tainted Minds and uh, and the house they put up was uh, subpar I suppose it would be putting it generously yeah. uh, it, it didn't have the internet requirement like that they required it didn't have a whole bunch of other stuff that they required yeah it had no air conditioning uh, the internet it, no it, it did have air, it did have some air conditioning it didn't it, but they weren't able to run the air conditioning at the same time as all yeah. the fans and all the computers and all the fucking electronics because the fucking internal wiring of the house was shit um, that's like that which is obviously yeah a problem but they, they yeah they had air conditioning they couldn't use they had washing uh, machines that they couldn't use and they had like they weren't getting paid on time so they couldn't get the food in the house and all this kind of shit they did they weren't they didn't have computers either at one stage right yeah they were supposed <laughs> to get these state-of-the-art computers that they never fucking got uh yeah all this shit that like basically repeated contract violations but they don't like these aren't they're not violations that strike me as like oh fuck them we don't have to get them shit it, they seem more like half-assed attempts fucking- <laughs> Yeah, clowns clowning about and fucking up and failing to live up to the end of a fucking bargain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what it seems like to me. Um, so, yeah, basically over time, uh, the team at Tainted Minds and the management Tainted Minds, like the difference, the gulf between the two grew and grew and grew until eventually uh, the teams were, the team was... I think it was screaming out of fucking land cafe, like the third or fourth land cafe that they tried to scream out of yeah. uh, in a row. And uh, yeah, the coach just said, you know what? Fuck it. We're not screaming. We're, we're just not going to scream. Yeah. Because oh, like on top of that, their player manager was also driving them around to go to internet cafes because the internet wasn't working at their home. Yeah. Um, and then... Also, the players were using, like, their own money to get to all these places because yeah. their internet wasn't working. And, like, at one stage, they the they put in a second internet line, but they used the same provider. So, they were still having the same problems. <laughs> um, and just, like, stuff that's really weird. And they, they posted the, the, um, the chat logs and just, like, it's just a constant stream 
of communication from their player manager to the owners at Tainted Mine being like following up constantly and all this stuff and being like nothing but professional about it and just getting like absolutely nowhere with with any of these people or just doing like half-assed attempts at trying to fix stuff um so some of the some of the responses fastfy got back were pretty fucking abysmal too like shit like uh you know uh maybe maybe a little uh intuition on your part would would help or like shit like implying that the problem wasn't on their end and like it's it's very easy if you're reading it from the perspective of ah big bad evil management it's very easy to read it as if they're just they just don't give a fuck but it's like if you read it if you think about it and think about how you'd react if you got uh an email or a text saying uh Hey, our washing machine doesn't work. We're supposed to have a working mo- washing machine. Yeah. Um, how you respond with like, uh, "We'll go wash your like why Why don't you just go wash your clothes at the laundromat?" Like that. Your your gut reaction would be, "Okay, well here's a solution, and I'll work on fixing yeah. your washing machine situation." Right. Right. That doesn't translate very well in text. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's what it is. It's a communication breakdown that has been allowed to like fester into an all blown, I don't know, sh- like like shit is it on fire. Like shit's the, yeah, <laughs> she she was also at the point where she was working a lot of hours, but she was only contracted for like fifteen hours a week. So yeah. on one hand, she's being told, "Oh, why don't you try a different internet cafe?" But mm. she's having to take time out of her fifteen hours a week to drive people to like 30 minutes each way maybe say that's an hour a day uh to an internet cafe bring them back then on top of that take their washing and then go do their washing that's what another hour maybe yeah let's let's say that's two hours a day that's like your quota nearly for the week just on washing and driving people around and not having to do with like other player management stuff that she should have been doing and then she was basically coming back to them and saying hey look you still owe me money for all these out these hours i'm doing and then they eventually would come back and say oh no no you're only contracted 15 you can't be spending more hours in this uh mm-hmm. if you do you need to get pre-approval and all this stuff it's just like um yeah. and she was basically not getting paid to do her job and then it got to the point where she was asking all these questions and re- repetitively following up on things where they've just terminated her contract in uh, yeah. you know, the last couple of weeks, um, really poorly. Cause uh, they, they just, they basically went to riot at, at one stage. Um, and then that turned out to be like a whole other shitstorm that wasn't handled properly either. But, um, yeah. Did you want to go on and keep explaining what, what was happening? I mean, that's, that's basically it, right? Like it, it was a series of communication issues and, like contract uh disputes that has blown up into a full-blown uh yeah shitstorm like it's it's completely it's completely fucked now like i don't think there's any way tainted minds can run a league of legends team in the opl anymore. i think they're out i think riot just kicks them they, they can't come back from this no, like the the team itself can't, and I don't think it's good for OPL, yeah. the OPL to have a team that, like, it it doesn't matter. It now 
because I from like it's it's very difficult to tell how this is going uh, because uh, like there's different sides to all of this, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and it, you know you you can't really tell who is um, like who is necessarily telling the truth at all times. But uh, Tainted Minds are claiming that they can't make a statement uh, for like legal reasons and because it's following the correct process of the uh, dispute and stuff like that uh, of the mediation and all that stuff. Uh, and uh, at the same, like on the other hand, Tainted Minds are like elements of Tainted Minds are having their names dragged through the mud and are like, well, fuck it. I've got chat logs. Look at this. And they yeah. just dump fucking like a uh, Game of Thrones book worth of fucking chat logs on the internet to like for everyone to fuck like a WikiLeaks of, uh, of chat logs for everyone to have, have a yeah. look at. Like and, two like, months worth of the last chat logs. <laughs> like this yeah. is what we've been going through since we started this team. And we've gotten nowhere in three months. <laughs> yeah. And this I, was kind of like the thing where they, they've basically tried to bring another, like a higher tier caliber of level of players into the, into the scene by getting some really good players locally as well as international players. And yep. they've completely fucked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's, that's the, like, that's, that's a key element of the problem is that, they, yeah, it drags international players across. And, I mean, uh, I think one of the things that bugged the the heck out of me, I, like, uh, was uh, there was like a, a dispute about the air conditioning, right? That uh, it just it blew out of proportion. It like sort of encapsulates the entire fucking affair to me. Was this uh, conversation uh, they had where they were like, like management was talking about how, oh, well, you know, it's an Australian summer and we're going through heat waves so yeah it's, it's hotter than normal we can't really do anything about that i mean while uh i think it was i think it was fastfi was saying uh yeah okay but they can't practice if all their computers are overheating and they're too hot like and this is an unlivable like environment let alone a working environment yeah for working and, conditions and they just like they keep going back and forth at one another and like you could that that conversation alone sort of summed it up to me because that's like that's a communication breakdown of like a level that should never have fucking occurred. Uh, like they they should never it should never have gotten to the point where they're like, well, let's like what what kind of clothes are they wearing? That shouldn't fucking matter. Like. Of course, they're wearing whatever they can get away with to not be hot as balls. They're not. They're not fucking dressed up in snowsuits and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. But like at the same time, if you got this email saying, "Oh, everyone's too hot," and you're like, "Well, I don't have enough money to go buy six air conditioners and immediately fix the wiring," so I don't know what you want me to do about it. Like that would be. That's the. That's the sort. That's what it is. I just worked it out. These are the responses that I personally will type out and then I will delete them. And then I will write a response that a fucking adult might res- like use. That's what it is. Like, these are the, like, smart answers to stupid questions uh, from the Mad Magazine. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, I've got, I've got you. 
I've got your fucking sarcastic answer right here, motherfucker. Like, no, yeah, okay, think it all you like, okay? But never fucking say these things, right? You Like, use a little tact and recognize that these people are sweating their fucking dicks off trying to play around. Like, it gets hot enough in my house with one computer on all the time. Yeah, try having five yeah, or six. Eight of them, yeah. Ridiculous. Um, and, like, these yeah. guys don't make a whole lot of money out of playing uh, video games in Australia, but yep. they do make more money off things like sponsorship and streaming. And when they can't do that, at, like, they, when they can't do that at home, they're losing half their income, um, which is what, one of the big problems about, like, them having needing having proper internet and being able to do all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, it just, it just seems like not only was there lifestyle conditions any good for living there but also their working conditions of trying to do their job was no good um you know and i think riot is partially to blame for this as well like they writes the players tried to go to riot and didn't get anywhere um and it looks like that's kind of blown up in riot's face because they've had to come out and say like this is something we're being looking into um and there was apparently a stage where there was a meeting supposed to happen between Riot, the owners and the players, and the meeting kept getting delayed and delayed and postponed. Um, and some people on the team have speculated that's because of trying to get these problems sorted out, um, you know, in the in the background before, um, you know, before some other stuff overseas was kind of completed. So they they've now got this like other conspiracy going as as to why it's taken so long for these problems between Riot and the the team owners to kind of be resolved. I was reading some of these conspiracies <laughs> over the week, uh, like last Friday, and I don't think I think with the amount of evidence right that is available, the amount of fucking actual hard cold hard facts that are available mm-hmm. that speculating on crazy conspiracies about like collusion between riot and team management i don't think that helps yeah the team i don't think that helps the players and like at the end of the day you just want the players to get back to doing what they're fucking good at which yeah. is playing and so I, I think yeah conspiracy theories I don't think that's really the way to go about it but I, I should point out one thing I forgot to fucking say was uh, uh, all of it just seemed like that that case of that, that sort of like phenomenon of uh, evil versus stupid it all seemed like yeah just constant fuck ups except for the fact that they're holding them to their fucking contracts yeah uh, th- that's some Dog shit. And like a buyout fee of forty thousand oh, dollars. <laughs> was it twenty five? That was USD, I think. Wasn't oh it? my god! Was it USD? Yeah, it was USD. Yeah, like a buyout fee, and they don't get that much. They don't get fucking. I don't even think that's worth a season. That's ridiculous. Because um, like these players want it out. Yeah, uh, and, but like they shouldn't. It shouldn't even be. A, the contract's been breached. Like well, surely. Yeah. Oh my god! When you have, they're they're basically their their whole lineup, their sorry their starting lineup or whatever. There, you you have four players and a fucking player manager wanting out after three months, two months of this constant getting nowhere. Uh yeah, you you, you know you're fucked up, <laughs> and it seems like that the the team owners or whoever's running things in the background um, haven't released any statements as of yet. 
And I, I'm pretty confident Riot's going to... Um, I think Riot International is now looking at this because it's blown up. It's like the number one post on the League of Legends forums when I last looked at it. Um, and from what the community has been saying, they're, they're pretty confident that that uh, Tainted Minds is done. They're, they're not going to get a second shot. Um, and, and I think that that's the way it should be. It sends a message to other owners that you can't treat players and you can't treat staff this way. Um, if you want to be taken seriously... I just think they were grossly unprepared for what the OPL was like required of them because they seem to be doing quite well in other areas. Like they seem to be their Call of Duty team does quite well, and I think they just started like a, a Counter Strike team, and yeah. like they seem to do well in other areas. But they and like they were doing well as a League of Legends team until the OPL like changed what they required. And I'm not like obviously I'm not saying right fuck them. They just weren't prepared to do what they needed to do uh with yeah that game uh with with that seat like this season this split and uh yeah as a result like they i think they've been trying to fucking make it up as they go along and they're just not yeah they're just not able to dance that quick i guess yeah and like i appreciate like the way riot handles some of this stuff that they do um it's coming from a, a background in dota um like i think they do things really well certain ways but there are some things like this that they could do a better job of like with with dota um valve is all about players right their their main thing is they want to deal with players directly and and uh it's not about the team like you could have a really great great team but the moment that you lose players from that team that just means shit all like you're done um, yeah. you need to prove yourself again whereas this the way that the Riot approaches it is the other way they've got the contracts with the teams and not the players and I, I don't know if I don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> um, yeah I don't know if that's a good thing I, I know that it's working in Dota for sure like you see new teams come and go all the time and it's because of the players that or, or, or like uh, forming those teams um, just because you do one good at one tournament doesn't mean that you'll be invited to the next one because you might lose those players and then that doesn't mean shit for you so yeah I don't know if this is a good way of going about it by representing uh, I, I think there needs to be better representation of the players as well um, rather than having contracts with just the teams because there needs to be some sort of player association or um, they need to have the ability to say, hey, this is a problem. Can you help us? And from the sounds of it, like, they they weren't helping too much. They were kind of like, well, you need to get your lawyers to to show us what contracts your team was breaching, and then we'll approach the team. Um, and I, I don't think that's fair. I think there needs to be more help from, from Riot on that end to sort this shit out. And if anything, it's just showing that this is just a huge problem that's going to blow up right in their face. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if any repercussions come out of this in terms of people leaving in the local Australian scene in that area because of the way they've handled it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I guess I fall on... I, I don't put quite so much onus on Riot to fix these things i think they have a an ability to facilitate uh a 
like resolution that that I think would benefit the players. Uh, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think it's on them to do it though, because it, it is a contract dispute between the team and the players, right? Uh, like at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's, it's yeah, but also if the players are still keeping to their uh, riot contract, then yeah, there's not really. Yeah, but like they, the players have gone to riot in early early January. And yeah, I know, I know, it's but riot's not. Months. I'm, but riot's not. They're like riot's not the teacher at school. Like. I don't know. Uh, to me, it's... I don't know. Riot hasn't positioned itself like... Uh, I guess if we were to use the NBA as an example, yeah? Like, it would be like... Uh, there's no player association. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's where, that's where you'd go to if you had a problem in the NBA. You wouldn't go to Adam Silva, uh, not accepting, like crazy huge like by now yes right has to step in right right has to step in now because it's grown to a point where it can damage league of legends right but months ago you would go to the players association you wouldn't go to adam silver and be like yeah hey uh i'm on the knicks and they're fucking with my contract shit you would first attempt to resolve with the knicks head office and then you would go to the player association and they would help you out Right, that's that. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's not on riots necessarily. It is definitely now, but to yeah, for a large part of this, I don't think it was riots' responsibility. They, I think they did what they had to do. Yeah, but I think the problem, uh, and it comes back to the conspiracy thing, is and whether that like we might see something come out of that is that the the main guy that was supposed to be coordinating this meeting between the teams and the riot and the um the players where this meeting kept getting pushed back was the guy that uh like set up the this uh tainted minds team was like he was the one that went out and found investors for this tainted minds team so that's why people within the community are being like well there's it's to us, it sounds like there's some dodgy stuff happening. Like, why does it keep getting... Why does it... Why was it a month delayed, this meeting? Um, why did it keep getting cancelled? And uh, people did digging into it. And that's when they were like, oh, well, that's because the guy that's looking into this uh, was the one that sort of brought in this new team and helped help people invest in it. So there's like this conflict of interest that's kind of happening um, in the background. That th- That's where people are kind of poking sticks at and say, this doesn't sound right. But I think... I think now that the global riot has kind of gotten involved with it, we might see something come out out of that a bit more and whether or not there's any truth to that. Because now they're going to have to put some proof forward or at least um, at least try and get an idea or a timeline as to why some of this stuff took so long. Yeah, uh, it's a weird situation that um, doesn't look good either way. Yeah, absolutely. I, like At the end of the day, I just want the players to get what's theirs. And I think it'd be really good if the coach and the manager got some sort of compensation. But I have no idea how they get that. I think they have to sue, to be honest. I think that's their only option is legal action, which sucks balls. Yeah. Uh, but the players, I hope the players get out of their contracts and they get back to playing games. Well, uh, Chuchu's has already gone back to Legacy. Yeah, I know. 
So he's he seems to be okay. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. Chuchu is uh, the guy I interviewed who uh, said that he was on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Performance enhancing drugs because he was taking cold and flu medicine. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I've spoken to him before. He's all right. Yep. Uh, cool. All right. That's the local Australian news for the week. Yes, uh, we couldn't is. find fucking anything. I don't know. There was uh, some news a couple of weeks back where John Carmack's now suing Bethesda. Sorry, oh. Zenimax. Cool. Because um, he didn't apparently get his money f- or all of his money for um, for it being bought out. Okay. So he's seeking some of that. Um, cool. That was like a week and a half ago. So, yeah. Anyway. I don't know. That's, that's all we got. Did we get any questions at all on yep. Discord? We got some questions on Discord. How do you get to Discord? The GAPodcast.com slash Discord. Um. Or you can go to gapodcast.com and there's a link on the side that you can go click the button and it'll join it. There's like 50, I think we're over 50 users on there now, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, all right, so we've got some questions. Raisty writes in. Raisty is our resident Diablo expert. Uh, with season 10 of Diablo 3 about to start, which classes are you both planning to play for the first weekend racing to cap? Uh, any thoughts? There's two. There's two questions in there. One of them is, will we be playing <laughs> to begin yes. with? Because uh, uh, that's I like be. next. Is it next week? It's, yeah, next first week. April or some shit. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe. I'd have I'm to. In. I'd have to jump in and see what I haven't played yet. What 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 um characters I haven't leveled? I think I've got uh, most of them up. If uh, the Marauders set is the fucking reward set, I will be playing Demon Hunter again, and I can give a fuck. Uh, otherwise, I will be playing Crusader, because it looked really fun last time, and I really want to get in on that shit. I've not played Crusader yet, either. Yeah, ditto. So, maybe we'll just have all Crusaders. Double Crusaders. Yeah. Um, I'm keen for the Necro, man. Yeah, I got this email <laughs> today. I posted it up on the Discord, but I got this email that said... Uh, what was the exact like the exact wording of it through me? Uh, media alert: Diablo Three Necromancer update patch two point five point oh is now live. I'm like, what? Say <laughs> fucking stuck fucking it in. What? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, two separate concepts. Uh, I just ran them together. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, no necro. Um, and Tom writes, Tom Sawyer. Uh, if you were too busy to game much at all, but wanted to spend half an hour to an hour a night on a recent-ish single-player game, is there anything you'd suggest over Horizon Zero Dawn? Half an hour to an hour, single-player, recent-ish, Sniper Elite 4? A decent. Yeah. It's decent. Okay. It's pretty fun. I've been playing quite a bit more of it. Um, it's 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 pretty good. It's I think it's actually better a single player than it is co-op. To be honest, co-op you just sort of ex- the AI is too exploitable. Uh, single player, it's less so. Uh, so yeah, it would be that. Um, or the forest. No, it's multiplayer. That's all multiplayer, baby. Yeah. Um, same with Ghost Recon. 
Uh, Mass Effect could do. Don't know if you want to play it for half an hour to an hour. Uh, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda might have the same problem. Yeah. (laughs) You're in a bit of a fucking bind, aren't you? Um, It's a bit of a tough one. It's a real toughie. Uh, Yeah, any any thoughts there, Luke? No. um, I I kind of been thinking towards like a adventure game or something like that that you can kind of just jump in and play an hour off and kind of get pretty far like one of those episodic things i played um batman the telltale series i played the first episode a couple hours of that Mm. um but that's not new so yeah i don't know there's not really a lot out at the moment (laughs) that's uh that is like not zelda or horizon yeah they're sort of overwhelming i guess especially story-based stuff yeah does it have to be story-based stuff oh it's single player so i guess that'd oh, be okay. a large part of it right well, maybe find a clicker game i don't know maybe final fantasy 15 you played that didn't you it's towards the end of last year it's semi-recent 15 yeah, yeah. watchdogs 2 was the end of last year as well dishonored 2 if you never played that Right, Holy fuck, play that. Yeah, that'd be my recommendation. Yeah, we don't really have much that's been recent. Um, the, the ones we have been playing are, are kind of large, giant, yeah. enormous games. Yeah. Um, Wildlands, Zero Dawn, Battlefield, Zelda. Um, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Neo is apparently all right. Maybe check out Neo. Or what's that one that came out? Uh Neo. Apparently, that's pretty Neo. Good. Yeah, Neo is pretty good. No, no, Neo. N I E R. Oh, Neo. No, that's huge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Haven't played that, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'd recommend. I'm sure there's a bunch of. And it depends on what platform as well, right? Yeah. Play some Diablo. Fuck yeah. Ah, nice. <laughs> Well, the season's actually coming to console this season. Yeah, for the first time. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's sorry we didn't didn't go too well on that question, did we? Race says Bloodborne or Dark Souls three. If you've never played a Dark Souls game before, though, I would not recommend trying that for an hour or half an hour. Yeah. Every I would not try, recommend learning that game in half hour <laughs> an hour chunks. No. <laughs> Because you you just never you'd never get the muscle memory required to yeah make it happen. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, good. Was that it? Yep. Uh, yep. Cool. Captain, incoming message. Hey, we're back. Uh, we saw this question came through on Discord literally as we were wrapping up. Um. Uh, actually we didn't see it until after we wrapped up but we thought we'd answer it anyway uh what are your thoughts on sorry simo templar writes in what are your thoughts on hitman's elusive target missions they're a good bonus and there's plenty of content generally but i must say having bought the season one package game for xbox in february i was a bit bummed to see i couldn't go back and play the missions i missed that's a really solid point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss it. I like, yeah, like I had the same problem because I didn't get it until after Gary the Busey. after the year was ended. So yeah, mm-hmm. I never got to go back and do any of the elusive targets that I missed, which is yeah, 
bit of a bummer. I did see um, it's interesting bringing up Hitman though, because someone very recently put together like a site that compiles a bunch of uh, like custom missions, basically. Yeah. Uh, for like, yeah, for Hitman, the new Hitman, so that people can. Uh, find custom missions more easily or as easy as possible and uh yeah it's it's not the same i mean yeah the elusive missions i think the reason they did it that way was to encourage you to buy in early which uh just makes me want to buy in even less uh but like yeah it does mean that we missed out on them i'd love for them to maybe towards the end of the game's life just dump them all back in so that people can trawl back through the uh the depths of yeah. what they put together with their elusive targets. Uh, but I, yeah, I no. thought they did. I thought I did read somewhere that they were going to like do something along the lines of releasing them at some stage. But yeah, yeah. Um, if you go to hitmandb.com, I believe that is a um, it's a system that uh, Speedrunner put together. Hmm. So that you can uh, find better find contracts like like fun and interesting contracts in Hitman without using the uh, system that they usually put together, uh, like the in-game system, because the in-game system is kind of garbage. You just sort of get like uh, clickbait titles, uh, like "Oh, bet you can't beat this mission" and shit like that. Uh, yeah. it's sort of like the way that they've created the rating system naturally encourages that sort of horseshit um so hitman db aims to like instead uh like collate really good missions that people have found and stuff like that so that's a cool uh option i guess but yeah it's a good game yeah yeah it is yeah it is it is a good game uh but yeah anyway good question uh just thought we'd jump in answer that one real quick for you simo Thanks for the question. Thank you to all our listeners. And we outie. All right. Well, then we can wrap things up. You can um, you can also email us questions if you want at the GA podcast at gmail.com. If you don't have Discord and you'd rather use that. Um, you can also find our show, which is The Gap, on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, if you want. Um, you can rate and review us on there as well. Helps other people find the show. So just search for The Gap or The GA Podcast and that'll come up. Um, We're on Facebook as well at facebook.com slash GA Podcast as well as twitter.com slash GA Podcast and our website, thegapodcast.com has all those links um, as well as all the past episodes and other bits and pieces that we sometimes put up there on the site as well. Uh, and then lastly, uh, thanks to all our Patreon subscribers for the month. Um, if you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. And we've got a bunch of different tiers up there. The early access show goes up probably tonight because um, we're recording this on Wednesday. So uh-huh. for people that have the, uh, the, the $4 a month uh, tier, which is what? That's a dollar an episode. It's pretty good. Damn. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that usually goes up Wednesdays. Um, unfortunately, because we're recording a Wednesday night, that'll go up pretty soon for people. They'll get it straight away. So, yeah, we appreciate people that help uh, support the show. Helps us pay for things like hosting and and uh, all the costs that go into putting this on the internet because there's a 
a lot of people that listen. I think, again, I think, again, Joe, we might break that record for the most, uh, for our hits. Really? I think we got, we got on there. We're pretty fucking close. Shit, yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing pretty good. Thanks to everybody that listens. Um, and I think that's it. You can find me at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-A-E. I don't have much going up at all at the moment. Um, other than I think next week I'll have something up for Battlefield, uh, the DLC. I'll write about that over at Survivor. And, um, yeah, I don't know much else that's going on for me. So cool. that I can think of right now. What about you? Uh, yeah. Interesting, interesting times. Um, I, uh, I have a show going up on Twitch. Yep. Starting next Wednesday. Boom. Uh, yeah. Uh, called Versus Mode. It'll basically be taking the news of the week and we'll be fighting about it, uh, arguing about it. But I'll be hosting, so I won't be doing much arguing. Uh, I decided because. It's. I, I figured, uh, you know, you you wouldn't like you wouldn't hire a bunch of people to come and jump in the ring with Muhammad Ali because uh, they just get their shit kicked in. So uh, <laughs> why why not get Muhammad Ali to host other people punching each other up? So as as the king of arguing about nothing, decided to host. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's yeah, it's news games news of the week. Uh, but we make it semi-competitive. Uh, should be pretty interesting. I think it'll do pretty well. Cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, that's that's next Wednesday from seven, so we won't be able to record the podcast on a Wednesday. Uh, that'll oh, be. Can we? Oh, uh, <laughs> it just rolls straight in. Uh, yeah. It's only an hour long, but um. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, I have an interview with Psionics about the uh, Rocket League uh, Oceanic Championships. Yep. That'll be going up on Red Bull this week. I have an interview with uh, the AEL about the Splatoon 2 uh, Championships, Oceanic Championships. Uh, that will be going up uh, this week, I believe. And uh, that's about it, I guess. Uh, and my Super Elite 4 review. Nice. Yeah. Where's that going up at? Ozgamers. Uh, when's it happening? When's what happening? Your, your review. When's it going up? Probably tomorrow. Oh, okay. What'd you give it? Uh, I haven't scored it yet. Oh. I'm not sure. It's like a eight-ish. That's about a Mass Effect. Oh... Danger zone. <laughs> Danger zone. Does it have uh, stiff facial animations? Uh, it has testicle animations. So that's, uh, that's all that really matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's uh, that's it. Anything else to add on there, Joe? Do you want to talk about? No. No. That's what I thought. Um, I'm going to go see Power Rangers on uh, tomorrow, I think. Cool. I was watching uh, uh, Twitch is doing a Power Rangers marathon for like three weeks. Of all the oh, episodes, yeah. and I was watching one while I was eating before, and they only had three Power Rangers. What? Three Power Rangers. There was a red one, a blue one, and a yellow one. Okay. Um, I, I, obviously budget cuts were a big thing. Yeah. For them, at this point in time, uh, and Tommy was still in it, but he was a high school teacher. 
So, oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know when you stopped watching, but... Um, I didn't- long before that. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh- yeah, I, I didn't. Um, I didn't see any of whatever's going on right now. Actually, to be honest, I never really watched Power Rangers because the dorky kid across the road from me watched Power Rangers. I don't want to. I like. I grew up being a giant fucking like dork and uh, like very, very much a dork. And uh, so when when the like Ralph Wiggum of your street is the only one watching a TV show. You don't want to like accidentally be associated with him, <laughs> uh, especially when like you're already, I was already the mill house oh. uh, of my street. So I didn't want to like, it was, I didn't have enough social capital to really trade into watching Power Rangers while also being a giant nerd. Um, so yeah. Uh, if like, if you think about the like natural uh, pecking order, of uh, the mean streets of Logan, uh, I was just slightly above the kid who watched Power Rangers. So, yeah, Power Rangers, I only ever caught, like, two episodes of. It's not really for me. Fuck. I know. You missed out. I had, like, all the toys and shit. It was great. Hang on. So, you were you were Ralph Wiggum. Is that what you're going with here? No. We were, we were all awesome. Everybody had it in my school. Oh, uh, you went to a special school, didn't you? Yes. I a did. very special school. Or a very special boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, that's it. Right. See you next week. Bye.